This is a HeadGum Podcast. C.B. Tracy B. I love it. His name is Trey. <laughs> His first name is Trey. <laughs> Obviously, they can hear you. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you waited until the song was over to eat that. Oh, keep on the DL, dude. <laughs> the DL? All I heard was crinkling. and then trying to make it fly under the radar. No, you're not. You're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You put the equivalent of like seven sticks of gum in your mouth, and now you can barely talk. How is no. it under the radar? People don't know what's going on. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't mention it, they won't know that I was eating. All right, uh, sure. Uh, so this is. <laughs> Come on, man! Obviously, the crinkling is loud. Right, the no chewing more is warm. No more chewing. I'll take really little bites. You're Just trying to get to this put... protein in here. Yeah. It's a protein bar. It looks really dense. It is very dense, to be honest. That looks like a, a rectangular prism of dense cookie dough. Well, it is a cookie dough protein bar. Is it? Yeah. How is that good for you? I don't know. It's What's probably in it? not. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, I'm eating them because they're delicious. Fuck, it is a cookie. <laughs> Why is that? What does it say, sugar wise, protein wise? It's Why not, is that good for you? If you don't mind the crinkling, I can tell you. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crinkly. Nine grams of uh, fat. Okay, that's not great, but not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, really the we got a lot of fiber. Fourteen grams of fiber. Yeah, that's really nice. Okay. Uh, let's not forget the. All I know is like sugar and fat. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what fiber does. I don't know what protein is. I've been hearing more and more recently that you want to have a lot of fiber and like protein is like what brainwashed us when we were like, you got to be healthy, get your protein, get right. your protein. But they're saying it's actually fiber. Well, that's yeah. It's always something different. But they're saying like what you really should always be asking is, did you get your fiber? Did you get your fiber today? But it's got 21 grams of protein. 14 grams of fiber, and less than one gram of sugar. How is that? But is it sweet? It looks like cookie dough. Yeah, it is pretty sweet, and it tastes like cookie dough. And there's chocolate in it. Um, Or is it like fake carob chips? Yeah, that's what it is. It's carob chips? Yeah, I think it's carob chips. Do they taste like chocolate? Uh, Yeah. It really does? Yeah. Do you want a tiny little bite from this corner? Uh, Sure. Very tiny bite. bite. Just (laughs) please. This is the only thing I've eaten all day. (laughs) All right, why don't I just not have it? You sure? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's another bar in there if you want one. No, I guess I'll have a buddy of yours. Here. It looks so chewy. It looks like gum. And it's almost orange. It tastes like gum. It, yeah, it really does taste like gum. But get, get in there. If somebody's listening to this podcast for the first time, <laughs> it's the worst one ever. Uh, all right. Well, no, now I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is really a podcast only our fans will appreciate. No. Nah, nah, nah. Up until this point. Mm-mm. If this was your first time listening to a podcast, they were like, somebody's like, this is a really funny show. <laughs> we haven't been funny yet. Yeah. This is somebody's first episode, too. That's cool. Thanks, uh, man. Thanks for sticking through. Uh, Trey CB. Uh, Trey is his first name, then C, and then B. Uh, wrote it in October of 2013. Oh, yeah. He did the old the old. Found search. it recently, and he said, I actually have a new two-piece band called the Knife Fighters. I'll have to track down a new one to see if, uh, for you guys and see how it goes. I kind of like these two-year-old emails because I can like check back in with these people. Yeah, it's it's like, a nice what have you guys been up to? It's a window into our our old days. Did it, you like the protein bar? Uh, it was okay. Cool. It was like I it, appreciate that. it. Kind of tastes like the. It was like everything was a little weird and like it's kind of like non-fat frozen yogurt where it's like yeah, instead of sweet, it's like a little bit sour. I think I've re- I'm over the hump where like I it I like the taste of it now. Like the yeah. first time I had it, I was like, oh, this isn't this is a little strange, but. Kind of like uh, when I moved over from Coca-Cola to Diet Coke. Really? Yeah. At first you didn't like Diet Coke? Yeah. Well, now I don't like either, but yeah. <laughs> I, weaned my, I I used to have Coca-Cola like for two or three meals a day. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that you. I think it was back... Uh, I guess it was, I was maybe on the Coca-Cola tip, tip at the beginning of College Humor. Two cans a day? I would have Coca-Cola for breakfast. What? And Coca-Cola with dinner. No. Yeah, when I was in high school, I had Coca-Cola. For breakfast? For breakfast. That's yeah. poison. Yeah, Eggo waffles and Coca-Cola. <laughs> Just a real all-American. Wash it all down with a glass and a half of Pepsi <laughs> and then a, 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 a French toast crunch. Mm-hmm. A bowl of fresh French toast crunch with whole milk. A toaster strudel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my way to school. Then a hot pocket when I get there, a barbecue beef hot pocket, a kid cuisine, three Lunchables, a Smucker's original uh, a fruit paste, fruit by the yard. A Fig Newton. <laughs> uh, all right, what is this? This is a advice podcast. It may not seem like it, but it is. It's actually the only advice podcast on the internet. Hosted by us, I'm Amir. And I'm Ginger Dale. And I'm Amir. Uh, so how does it work? People will email us. They're seeking our advice for whatever reason. They email show at gmail.com. We read a few emails. We try to advise them out of their sticky situations. We post the episode online, and you download it either directly uh, through Spreaker or a third-party app like yeah. the iTunes Purple Podcast How do you download? App. Tweet at us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag how do you download? It's pretty interesting, like... Every I was just thinking about how every podcast can basically do. There's no standard. Like in TV commercials, that have to be 30 seconds long, and they occur back to back for three minutes, mm-hmm. spacing out like a three act structure. Podcast. I own this thing. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, we I could just do make this ad. a nine hour podcast if we wanted to, right? Or uh, or make the ad half an hour long in the beginning, or do an ad at the end, or do no ads at all. Yeah. I decide everything. I guess it's, yeah. Well, the audience also kind of decides. Because yeah. if you started doing like half hour ads up top, then maybe people would stop listening. Yeah, they, they vote with their clicks. Yeah. It's kind of like how when Trump is president. Come on. Sorry, God willing, when Trump is president. Come on, dude. Come what? On. Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> president Trump? <laughs> yeah, that's right. President Trump. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's answer some emails. Um, oh, we should say that. If by the time you're listening this week, we're going to be in Austin. Oh yeah, and we have a new special announcement that we haven't made on the podcast yet. Yes, that we haven't made on the podcast. 
uh, that we that the Thursday we're we're doing it alive if I were you on Thursday night now. Yeah, with Ben Schwartz. That's what's up, man. So the Friday show sold out. We added a Thursday show and we added Ben to it. So that's what Gumstock Palooza is all about. The festival is now complete. You have your Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. You have your Doors. You've got them all. Yeah. You've got Joni Mitchell. Yeah. You've got Mitchell and Webb. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You rounded out the festival. You got to buy your tickets for Thursday and Friday. Yeah, Friday early. If you missed out on tickets for Friday late, uh, our recommendation, buy the early show. Don't leave. Yeah. And I, st- I think that we might sell out this Thursday show at this point. Yeah, Thursday show is getting close to sold out. Friday doesn't have too many tickets left. Friday early, I should say. And our show on Friday already sold out. So come on by if you're within, let's say, 1,500 miles of Austin. That makes sense to me. Because you do have three days to get there. Uh, all right. This email was written by um, a guy. Nice. Let's call him Austin. Or did we do that last episode? I don't know. Let's do it again. Okay. Austin writes, Hey guys, so I actually meant to ask your advice on a few things last month regarding saying I love you to a significant other, a significant other's plans to move in, and texting. But before I had the chance, I got dumped on Saturday. (laughs) Ha ha. Oh no, not ha ha. (laughs) So my question now has to do with, while meeting girls out in a party atmosphere, is it a turnoff working in that I just got out of a relationship? Or does that actually work in my favor while trying to hook up? Appreciate the insight. Thanks for the help and comic relief. P.S. I'm 22 and usually go after college-aged girls as well. Solid. And you really want to work that in. <laughs> How do I shoehorn the fact that I just got dumped into yeah. conversation? Last I definitely want to bring it up. Last month, I was going to ask you about being over the moon in love with somebody, deciding to spend the rest of my life with her, and figuring out how to begin anew. Uh, But I got dumped, so I guess my question now is, why go on living? Uh, Who the hell cares? And how do I tell everyone I meet that I am emotionally unavailable and destroyed? I am stable and good to go. Ha ha, I got dumped on Saturday. This email was written on a Friday. Oh, dear me. Six days later. I don't know if this guy's ready. Yeah, I think if you're, like, concerned about how to tell people you just got dumped, then just don't. Because they don't... I don't think people really like to know that. I can't really imagine a, a scenario when you're meeting a new person... That's good information for anybody. Yeah, it just it just makes people think about things that aren't you. Yeah, it makes people feel a little uncomfortable. It makes you feel uncomfortable. It makes you seem like you might still be hung up on somebody, which I guess is kind of likely if you uh, if your goal in meeting new people is to make sure they know about your ex. I was going to ask questions regarding saying I love you and moving in together, but I got dumped. Sounds like you needed our advice in the first place. Um, you know what I'm saying? Hey. So, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, there, as there, nobody wants to be a rebound. Like, yeah. you don't say, oh, I'm looking to get over somebody else by hooking up with you. Right. Best case scenario, you just say nothing about it at all. And if it comes up, it means probably that you're not completely over this person. Right. Nobody when you're meeting them is like 
when was your last relationship? I'd like to make sure you're like available. Also, that's like a red flag when I ask somebody like, oh, how's your new relationship? Good. Uh, the girl actually just got out of a three-year long relationship four days ago. I'd be like, whoa, yeah, that's not good. Breaks. And yeah, also like if I was talking to a girl and she immediately was like, I just broke up with my boyfriend. We were going to move in together. And now I'm single. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, I'm happy for you, but I don't want to be like a rebound or anything and i don't want to be a therapist i feel like a lot of people that get out of relationships and just start dating again are very eager to compare dating to being in their last relationship yeah new oh man this is even if it's positive like i love it you have such a good sense of humor the last girlfriend i had (laughs) that i was moving in with and that i loved didn't have as good of a sense of humor as you It's like, just end the compliment at you have a good sense of humor. I think guys don't necessarily care if they're rebounds, though. Like, if an attractive woman wanted to hang out with me and she's like, I'm just looking for a purely sexual rebound. Right. Well, that's that would be great. But sometimes people aren't looking for purely sexual rebounds. Like, that. sometimes when they get out of relationships, they're just, they're not ready in other ways. Yeah. But if a guy said that to a girl, it just, it seems like... Yeah, that's definitely less a turn exciting. Off. It's like, hey, I just got out of a relationship, so I'm only looking to have fun. Uh, so, uh, is it a turnoff working that in that you just got out of a relationship? Yeah, I guess so. I guess it is a turnoff, especially if you really have to work it in, yeah. like find a way <laughs> to sneak it in there. Yeah, like, oh, you mind if I mention? Uh, <laughs> I got a pretty <laughs> cool piece of news. <laughs> I was dumped recently. There's no good, cool, seamless way to talk about an ex because it's either negative and like you seem like you're still bitter and harbor ill will and resentment Mm. or it's positive, which is even worse because it's like, oh, you still like the person. Right. Any emotional attachment is not good, whether it's positive uh, or negative. You got to just say like, we had a lot of fun. Uh, We wanted different things. I wish her the best. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like, we'll be friends someday. I dumped her. I can't be clear enough on that. Well, yeah, that's the thing that you... I feel like if you're, if you're unequivocal, like, I dumped her, <laughs> that doesn't actually necessarily... It just it probably feels good for you to believe that. But yeah. for somebody that's hearing it, I don't know if they care if you dumped someone or got yeah. dumped. I wonder what's more preferable. Probably that they dumped the other person yeah i'd rather be talking to someone that dumps somebody else yeah because then they're over it right 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 so if if someone just got dumped it's definitely like oh i feel like i need to cheer this person up yeah they just walked into like a bar sorry uh not a bar like a drinking establishment they Mm -hmm. just basically got blindsided by like a pipe they just walked into a wall yeah i got you a wall being the name of a bar very cool bar actually the wall the wall yeah yeah we should open a bar called the wall just called anything. I just want to open a bar with you, dude. <laughs> How would it be different than any, every Surge, other Surge, man, bar? we could make a, our own cocktail menu, dude. <laughs> dude. Let's do fucking have a apple teeny, dude. Yeah, dude. We'll do like Moscow mules, <laughs> but we'll do it like our own way, dude. <laughs> we'll make it different, man. Like, have you ever seen like a red apple teeny, dude? <laughs> It'll taste like a Jolly Rancher, Surge. <laughs> hey, oh, dude. <laughs> dude, man, we'll do like craft beers and shit. Yeah. Surge, man. Let's come up with like puns for like the, the fucking drinks, man. <laughs> so instead of like a Moscow mule, let's call it like a St. Petersburg donkey, dude. <laughs> I think that's really fucking cute, man. I actually, actually like that too. I can I can design the menu, man. I can fucking use felt, dude. We'll just like call it two nouns, dude. Like yeah. brick and mortar, dude. Yeah, I really that's like, like that. a cool name for uh for a bar, man. Why don't we call it ampersand surge? Oh, that's nice too. 
You like that? Mm-hmm. Ampersand for the name of a cool restaurant. It's on like the that. east side of town. Have you been to Ampersand? It's on the east side. Do they sell coffee or do they do like fixed gear bicycles? Yeah, they do they, both. So they'll drink. Oh, yeah, so you're on a bike and then you eat it and it's made out of coffee. You have to sit in the stationary bike to yeah. tr- to grind your own beans. Yeah. <laughs> that so, really yeah. grinds my beans. <laughs> <laughs> you're tickling me. What? Quit it. I didn't like the joke. <laughs> uh, all right. Another question? Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's from a lady. Ooh. Uh, and it's from a British lady. Oh, well, let's call her Broomhilda. Why Broomhilda? That's just what I imagine everybody I in just, England is uh, What about like city names of cities that we have shows in? Oh. Austin and Boston. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, all right. I guess it has nothing to do with being a British woman. Everyone go to headgum.com. No, wait. If I Ifireyoushow.com. And buy tickets to our Boston show. Uh, Thanks, first, folks. <laughs> Is that your Dave Rosenberg impression? Yeah. Howdy, folks. It's Dave Howdy Rosenberg. <laughs> it's like a belly baton, but off. Oh, God. Love that boy. I'm having some trouble what to get my boyfriend for his birthday. And by get, I mean give. Ooh. <laughs> We've been together for three and a half years, and I wanted to give him something sexual, which isn't anal. Okay, fair. Do, do you guys have any fantasies which pretty much all guys would like? My boyfriend is more like Amir than Jake, although he's starting to relax and the kinkiness is getting more intense now. And both opinions would be great. So she, uh, yeah, love Boston. So she's saying that you're more kinky than me. That I would believe that. Yeah. So this guy. At least I like buttholes more than you do. So what's a non-anal type of gift a girl can give a guy? Hmm. It's interesting because I don't know that there is really a universal like thing fetish. So it's kind of it would be a little dangerous for me to give like my fantasy, yeah. and then she does that with her boyfriend, and he very well might not think it's hot at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, what if this guy doesn't like when a girl fills her mouth up with like turkey chili and sucks on my balls? That's your fantasy, isn't it? What? You love fucking chili. You love soup. chili balls. All you care about is hot liquid. <laughs> hot boiling hot chili your, spum. I think your fantasy is like it's like a it's like a blumpkin except instead of uh, <laughs> taking a shit you're eating soup while you get blown. I'm sitting on a fucking matzo ball the size of a an exercise yoga ball. You're in a soup. Yeah. I'm I'm bouillabaisse. bays. I'm a carrot. I'm a noodle in a broth. And to get out, somebody's blowing me. Somebody's blowing me out of the soup. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so she does that. Yeah. Perfect. That's great. Um, what could you get? What could you give? What could you be? And who could you are that would make you a happy man i keep going back to threesome just because i still have yet to have one Mm, that's interesting it's kind of complicated because like who is who is the girl to be part of this gift yeah almost almost a prostitute i would be very afraid if i was to have a threesome with a significant other though right that does not i i fear that one (laughs) I fear that that day. I do. I fear it. I'm I'm uh, scared of it. To each his or her own. So that is your fantasy. 
to All right, say. What about just her? somebody else and the girlfriend's not even a part of it? Amazing. Imagine that. This is what I got you, and it's a fucking dime. Yeah, that'd be cool. And it's like, oh wow, is it, are we gonna have a threesome? Yeah. And she's like, I don't want anything to do with this. Yeah. Or if she was like, oh, you know, it'd be a really cool gift. This would never happen. <laughs> but the girl, she's like. Uh, for your birthday, I got you a threesome, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're, <laughs> I know what you're going to say, amazing, <laughs> yeah." And then she opens the door, and in walks two, two goats, <laughs> <laughs> two dudes that proceed to beat and rape the living <laughs> oh shit god, out of this dude. guy, just splitting them apart like a fucking Christ wishbone. Almighty. Oh yeah. Arm, limb from limb. You are limb. going there. Come everywhere. It is hot, hot, boiling you spum from Donald head to Trump toe. You will make Donald Trump again. <laughs> it's two dudes. Uh, uh, yeah. So your suggestion is threesome. I would do like a watch. Because three and a half years, come on. What, what kind of sex are we still having here? You uh, know? Uh, like, like, uh, like, she get, like he gets to watch her. No, you should just should get him like a night, like a watch or a sweater and a hat. Oh, you ever go to like uncrate.com yeah. or something, and you sort of see like the the so garb. Like, I was going to get you so a threesome, like but Jake said it was weird, so I got you a hat, a field watch, yeah. and a like a sweater and yeah. a beanie or something from Mister Porter. I got you yeah. this really cool hat. I think that's fun, and then you could like sort of. Uh, let him tease your butthole with his finger and see if he's into it. I feel like uh, there's... You mean tease like make fun of? Yeah, just like... Like, look at that stupid little butthole. You know more than anybody what his fantasy is. Who, me? I know more? Yeah, you know this guy. (laughs) Because I am this guy. I think that she... Like, there's got to be something that he's been hinting at for a long time. Uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, like, my fantasy can't be the same as whatever this dude's is. But I guess she doesn't know. So you're saying don't go sexual, might backfire. What about, like, uh. No, I mean, I think they should have sex because it's, like, you know, a nice. Thing what about, like, the on. lingerie for her type thing? Like, a sexy striptease of sorts? Yeah. I guess, like, when you've been with somebody that long, you've seen them naked so much that. Yeah, the striptease isn't as exciting. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. This really makes me sad for. <laughs> <laughs> the, the future. future. <laughs> like, yeah, when I find my soulmate, I'll be so bored of seeing her naked that I won't give a fuck. That I'd rather have a watch. Yeah, I would. So can I just, can you just tell me the time instead the of The person dancing? you love more than anything in the world dancing naked in front of you yeah. or, or a hat or a Leatherman, <laughs> a multi-tool. I think a multi-tool is the perfect gift. <laughs> 17 to tools in one. It's 79 bucks. You can buy it at Home Depot. Yeah. Or a $25 iTunes gift card. And then if you let him fuck you with it, it's pretty actually, it's a little sexual. (laughs) I bet. Uh, All right. So I guess the advice is get him something non-sexual or ask him. Maybe ask him. Maybe he he knows and he can say. Although he'd probably be too shy to say. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's what you do. You do like a get out of jail free card. Like you can write down your fantasy, fantasy. on this piece of paper. Like people make a million dollar job offers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, slide it across yeah, the like table. Write a sex act, and I will. I'm at not going to guarantee least, it. Yeah, at the but very I will least take I it under consideration. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. I 
will not get disgusted. <laughs> yeah, until the day after your birthday. <laughs> and then all vets are off. <laughs> just like, works have so much courage to say that he wants to do like a role reversal <laughs> thing. And she's just like, I can never be with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking, you set me up. Damn it. Give me a fucking watch. Uh, all right. That's our advice. What can we say? Uh, let's take a break. Thank uh, another sponsor. And we'll be right back. Yeah. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit. Even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement. Really, oh, it's that's a non movement good. movement. A, is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement dot com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness now. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitness <laughs> now nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, 
Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we are back. Welcome back, everybody. What are you going to do in Austin? Um, I am going to... Let's say we land, okay? We land in Austin. Yeah. You check your phone. Oh, great. Here comes a, a series of emails. Maybe you didn't have Wi-Fi on the flight. Okay. And then, all right, emails are done. I'll deal with this later. Yeah, I probably archive a bunch. Yeah. I forward a couple. I can try to delegate a little bit. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. These can wait till the next weekend. And then straight to yes, Instagram. Dude. Oh, you my God. You thumb through some photos. Because we're still sort of waiting for the, right. for, like, we're taxing. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you're, an, you're a window in. seat, so you can't really stand yeah. up yet. No, I, well, I already chose my seat. I'm aisle, so. Yeah. But, like, we're, you know. There's no need to stand up before everyone else can't get off the plane. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, we're we're waiting. We're, like, hey, Set guys, what's, yeah. the, what's the big hurry here? <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Maybe beep? I even say that. Yeah, Maybe I even good. say something like, wow, <laughs> uh, hurry up and wait. I was going to say that, yeah. And then some guy and says, then, what'd you say? Yeah. And I'm like, I, I was cracking wise. I was <laughs> saying, hurry up and wait. Like, what? You, you, you talking to me, sir? And then yeah. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm talk I was talking to everybody. He I takes just, out a revolver <laughs> and he presses it up against the side oh, of your ribcage. come rib on, sir, please. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you, you shot me in the head, dude. What are you doing? You're crazy, man. My <laughs> you fucking psycho. brain is on the fucking tray. <laughs> you fucking shot me in the temple, dude. What the fuck? Call 911. Call 911 is what I'm screaming and yeah, shit. And yeah. then I probably get sewed up at the emergency room. Straight to Twitter. <laughs> At mentions first. That way you can see if anyone's like tweeting yeah. that they're coming to the show. I'm saying probably snapping. I'm snapping the whole yeah. time. You gotta snap. Snapchat is a very heavy program. Have you noticed that? It like slows down my shit. It's like downloading oh, yeah. long videos every time I open it. Oh yeah, big time. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little something on Snapchat right now. Actually. But it's it's worth it. Guys, you gotta follow us on Snapchat. Jake is Jake Demand85. I'm Amir Bloom. That's B-L-O-O-M. And we do we do pictures. We do videos of each other. Yeah, it's guys. it's we do a little bit of everything, and not only that, but when we're traveling, it, it's a it's a recording gosh darn a blog. podcast <laughs> live. Yes, folks. dude. Yes, dude. Ruining the show, man. <laughs> Ruining the show for some and gaining Snapchat listeners for all. Very funny. Yeah, you think uh, so? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I really, it's its the Wild West out there. You can do whatever you want. That's yeah. the joy of it. Uh, and if you're not going to be in Texas, we're also performing in Boston, D.C., Brooklyn, and New Haven in April. Yeah. Uh, and we we really should say once again that the show on Thursday, which there are still tickets for, is going to be pretty awesome. It's not just us with Ben, but also Josh Rubin's performing, and this is why your single's performing. Kevin T. Porter is hosting. It's going to be a party. It's going to be the first HeadGum Live Palooza stock of festival yeah dude in the history of time open bar by the way well for the performers <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so just... josh if you're listening <laughs> meet me in the back i'll get you a whiskey they give us drink tickets <laughs> these ads are becoming more and more niche into... yeah we're, now we're just, just trying, trying to get, to get josh person. to come yeah 
Josh, when are you getting to the venue, dude? But dude, South by it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be very fun. Um, anything else going on in your life? I got a tetanus shot yesterday. I also got a shot yesterday in my old foot. Uh, except mine is making me feel worse, and mine is making me feel better. <laughs> and what is a cortisone shot? Is it just numbing? Um, I sort of asked that, and I was because I was <laughs> un- unsure. I thought that the cortisone shot just made it not really hurt. So it was like, so I'm still walking around and on in on an injured foot, but I don't really feel it. Yeah. But he was saying it's like really anti-inflammatory. So it's like um, all these like things that are sort of like inflamed in the in my foot. This shot is like shrinking oh, them. Oh, interesting. You should give it to Drump because he makes a lot of uh, uh, inflammatory remarks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not turn this into a political podcast. You know, I'm a cruise man. All right, I'm sorry. It's going to abolish the IRS. (laughs) How's that for doing shit? I love the idea of just promising things that the majority of people say that can't happen. It's crazy that, like... They might as well say, let's give everyone $20,000. That's what... Well, I mean... I, I don't want to get too political, said. but that's like, I mean, that's what uh, Trump and Cruz say. It's like, we're going to deport all 11 million illegal immigrants. <laughs> like, okay. And like, people sure are, uh, you know, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, get them all out of here. But nobody's saying like, well, you know, how would you, would you do that? You're going to r- drive that's, around in a van in the middle of the night and yeah. grab people from their homes. That's and, right. Uh, Back at it again with the white van. <laughs> Damn, Donald. That's like, what did the, did the DNC tweet at Marco Rubio? Oh, yeah. Damn, Rubio. Back at it again with the anti-immigration policies. Uh, in, in 20 years, when Damn Daniel is president of America... We're going to look back at this moment and be like, this is the beginning of a big cultural shift. I'll remember that fondly. Damn, Daniel. I'll always remember my first damn Daniel bitmoji. I really will. That was your first bitmoji. Exactly. And it really meant a lot. I'm really happy you got bitmoji. Oh, shit. You know, it's another thing. People can text me now. Oh, and also, yeah, follow us on bitmoji, guys. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Uh but I, there's an app that gives me a phone number that people can text me, and people have been texting me, and I've been responding. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Maybe we can do a If I Were You episode where people ask me questions. Oh, that's a good idea. I also have that app. So we, you and I have the same number, but I, you can't tell when I respond so far, so I haven't responded yet, and you're just doing it. But you I'm going to sign I'm gonna, it J, and I'll sign it A. That's kind of good. I'm trying to get them to like make a little badge for me, though. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, they said there was like six people using the app <laughs> so if you want to text me or jake and or jake uh that number is 1310-231-6784 i'll just read a few text messages right now it doesn't give me their phone number it just gives me their area code new york city writes what happened with the jake and amir tv show it's mm, mm. a sad one i have to we already talked about I that. I have to tell him that True TV passed. Christ almighty. Just send him the podcast episode titled Silver Lining. Oh, that's good. Uh, let's see if there's another question. Yes, dude. What are you up to, man? Says somebody in Houston, Texas. Tell him to come to our Austin show. I should. How far away is Houston from Austin? Uh, I think it's two hours. That number again is 310-231-6784. You think you can memorize that? 310-627-327-84. No. 310-231-6784. 310-627. Give it one more time. 
So say the whole phone number. 310-231-6784. That's right. And it's if if you want an easy way to remember it, it could be a jingle. <laughs> Call 310-231-6784. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, uh, answer another question or two. Fine. Uh, this one's from another lady. Hey, ladies. Let's call her Pistol Waving, New Haven, the 203Z, New Haven, coming at you hot, Southern Connecticut. Can you remember the phone number? 310-231-6784. Nice. Thanks, dude. You don't even know my phone number. Well, now you can just text me on the app. Yeah. Uh, Hey, guys. I am a 22-year-old black woman. I've been trying to online date recently, Tinder, OkCupid, etc., and I think I'm doing it wrong, or men are doing it wrong. I've unfortunately run into a big problem. It's very hard for me to meet anyone who is not offensive. I have been offended by almost every guy I've spoken to. Either they really want to fuck a black girl, or I have nice lips, or they really like black girls, or they have to comment on how chocolate I am. It's all so annoying. It's not only white guys, but it's mostly white guys. Literally, one guy said, are you black? Because you stole my heart. Jesus. I love people of all races and colors, honestly. I just want to meet someone who likes me for me, and my skin color can come second. Should I give up on online dating? Is there an app with less offensive men? Any advice on this would be so appreciated. This is probably too serious of a question for you guys, but if you read it aloud, maybe it will be a little PSA for all the white boys that listen to you and might say something offensive one day. I would have slept with so many more men if only they could stop telling me how sexy I am just because I'm black. Mm, That is a good PSA. So, PSA, right off the bat for white boys, there are black ladies out there who would sleep with you if you stopped saying that you're only that they're only attractive because they're black yeah uh speaking as somebody who is really attracted to black people you just don't like the trick is to not say anything and that's not just with like you know liking black people that's with pretty much liking anybody try not to announce why like that's the equivalent of me saying to a girl oh i like you because you have big boobs and a pretty (laughs) face and your ass is large right like that's you keep just, that reasoning to yourself. People will just know you like them if you're nice to them. And you don't have to tell them why. And you definitely shouldn't be like, I like you only because of the color of your skin. Is yeah. that still racist? Because racism is, I dislike you because of the color of your skin. Uh, I guess it's racially charged. It's racially offensive. Uh, although some of these uh, comments were legit just racist. That's true. Uh, another PSA is um, being a nice, normal person puts you automatically in like the top 2% of society. You can see how many terrible humans there are. So yeah. if you're listening to the show and you're a terrible human, uh, try not to be. God, I yeah. think that'll really, really, really help. Being normal is so amazingly... It, it's, it's it's a turn on. Yeah. There aren't it, a lot of normal It's a crazy people. shortcut when it comes to online dating. Like Most people suck. And if you're just nice and normal, like you're already ahead of the competition. So you don't even have to be good. You just have to not be bad. Yeah. Also, there's going to be a free plug again for Bumble because this girl should get on Bumble. Yeah, Bumble, the people seem a little bit more, uh, hopefully less offensive. Mm-hmm. And she will be able to decide who 
she met, like she gets to choose the first message. Also, I've noticed with dating apps that a lot of people aren't good and uh, aren't a good fit, but there are still good people. And every time that I've met someone on a dating app, they I seem like a breath of fresh air. So if you are a good person on a dating app, stick yeah. with it because there are other good people on dating apps. And once you find each other, it feels like the journey will have been worth it. Yeah, agreed. Um, any other question what did she say should i give up on online dating no is there an app with less offensive men bumble maybe bumble Perhaps we hope bumble. we can't quite speak for the entire male dating pool of bumble that would be a good you know how we were talking about maybe doing a dating app yeah i've been so trying to a, pitch you on this for a minute it's a dating app but for not offensive people yeah you have to, what do you have like you have to take a quiz to get yeah, onto it. That's right. So it'll be like it'll give you like offensive comments and be like, "What do you guys think about this? Do you mm-hmm. think this is okay or funny or bad?" And if you say bad, then it lets you in. Yeah, I guess we could. There's probably like a mini test that you could devise to like find if somebody's a, a decent person or not. Yeah, or you just invite ten decent people and you say you can only invite decent people. Is there an invite oh. only dating app? I don't know if there's an invite-only dating app. That's pretty cool. Invite, but it, I would want something that our fans could use right away. Right. I, my, I had another idea for a dating app. Um, I think it was my idea. Now I can't even remember. Whatever. But, it's yours now. You're uh, saying it into a microphone. Yeah. I'm trying to... There is a big old... Whatever. I'm gonna, if, if I'm wrong and somebody calls me on it, I'll... Uh, May lightning uh, strike me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you all right? So it's a dating app. You call it Wingman. I like it. And it's like, I have a girlfriend, but you are single, and I want to be on Tinder, so I just swipe for you. And who is it? Photos of? I think it would be photos of you, right? Because who cares what the Wingman looks like, right? Right. So, I that's where it's sort of a little confusing because <laughs> like you still want it to be photos of you. There's like you, mean, you weird, still want like, it to be photos. Yeah, of you. I want it to. I want to match with the people, and I like. I want to. I want the micro. I want to be hot and then also help other people. Fuck. You want the. You want the 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 micro flirtation. Yeah. But yeah, there. I think there's something to like because every person in a relationship who finds out their friend is on one of these dating apps what Uh do they want to do immediately they want to swipe and they want to see the people right so it it would allow you to swipe for me yeah if you're in a relationship if if we match i'm like i get to talk about you to somebody they're like well tell me about amir i'm like oh he's he's like sexy he's cute it's almost like a matchmaker yeah and then i and then i you know throw it off to you oh what if it's so it's two-sided too so you're not matching with girls you're matching with girls friends as well there oh so it's like you and i create a joint profile no i think you create a profile for me and then let's say i am trying to find a, a hot oh, girl named lucy and then right i don't i don't you would i wouldn't find lucy but you would find lucy's friend right Lacey. so it's friends fr- setting friends up yeah you gotta go back on twinovation and pitch these guys yeah. instead of trendsetter it's friendsetter oh i yeah. like that friendsetters i'm in it's... as a con- uh, a customer <laughs> investor and both and friendsetter yeah <laughs> like a, a matchmaker yeah that feels like it works i love it uh another dating app idea it's dating app but only for people that have cash so let's say i'll put up my it's cool my Citibank, I'll put in my routing number and my account number. And every time I use it, it takes 200 500 $800, whatever. You really, I think there's something to it. Like, 
if you just if it was a dating app that cost a thousand dollars yeah so everybody on there is just a could fucking afford boss. it yeah <laughs> it's called fucking boss and then and there's no radius because like you you match with somebody in london yeah and like hey what do we do like you're not gonna fly to see me <laughs> private yeah like you paid a thousand dollars for this app thousand dollar dating app very cool and we wouldn't even have to get a lot of people to use it we would honestly because it would be a thousand dollar monthly fee or a thousand dollar one-time fee um i guess i i I would imagine a a one-time fee so one-time fee for a thousand dollars we get a thousand people to use it suddenly we're making a million dollars yeah we make a million dollars in this app we get a million people to use it Boom, we're billionaires. Oh, we get amazing. a billion people to use it. Don't even. We have. I'm serious. We have more money in our pockets yeah. than any. We have to split a little bit with iTunes. I'm sure because it's like an app on the iOS. They're always store. taking a little bit off the top. But they only take 300 billion. The other 700 billion is ours to split. That's nice. That's a nice chunk of change. Suddenly yeah. we can join the app. Mm-hmm. Suddenly I'm da- I'm starting an app where it costs a million dollars. Dude, I'm I'm trying to see this far into the future. I'm getting really excited. I'm getting really, really fucking You're jacked up. up. <laughs> I'm planning out what, like a fucking fleet of yachts. Dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like this is gonna be amazing. What are you gonna get with seven hundred billion dollars after taxes? It's down to three hundred fifty, three hundred billion dollars. Oh, I didn't realize that. that no, because if you make that much money, you can Although find for the tax loopholes. In Cruises America, it's a 10% flat tax. So yeah. that 700 bill becomes You know you could write your taxes on a postcard to, uh, to sorry, do I address it to the IRS? Because that shit's ballish, dude. <laughs> yeah. That shit's abolish, dude. So what do you do? Um, I, yeah, I don't know who you pay the taxes to <laughs> if, there's no ta- if the tax place gets abolished. What about restaurants that take Venmo? completely separate idea but it feels like we're done trying to split up checks and cash i agree and i actually there was when i was on vacation this summer very um, nice where did you go st croix greek islands i was in nantucket my family summers off the off off cape cod off the vineyard are you on the north side or south side of the island we're dead center right near town we have to we have to, I, me and my family have a mixer there every August. You have to be invited. Oh my here. God, I would love that. The, We're right next is to it the, the Boston, the Boston Pops, the it's Philharmonic. The pop. <laughs> it is. That is so it's nice. It's the Philharmonic. Just, yeah, on the beach. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. How's AJ, your little cousin with the, <laughs> with the stump leg? <laughs> with the disfigurement that I'm afraid to say because I might offend people. This is what I'm talking about. We can't be afraid to joke. Yeah, you're right, dude. That's why I'm saying, who's going to build the wall? <laughs> yeah. AJ's going to build the wall. Uh, what were you saying about a restaurant on vacation? Oh, so I wanted a popsicle on the beach. And <laughs> I didn't have I any... I wanted a lolly. I didn't have any cash for the pop. Baby didn't get his candy. And I asked the guy if he had Venmo, and he didn't. And I was like, you should, just ha- you should have Venmo. <laughs> I'll Venmo like, you $10 for a popsicle. Yeah. It, I just felt like it was crazy. Like food trucks and stuff. They should all just have Venmo. All right. A lot of lot of ideas coming out at the end here. Don't uh, don't be offensive. Uh, dating app that costs a thousand dollars to join. Uh, popsicle maker that takes Venmo. It's all coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the floodgates are open. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Yeah, um, we had a lot of fun, didn't we? I think so. Um, the opening theme song was written by Tracy B. This last one it says Zen Chen Chen Zen Hen Chen Zen Chen. I should look it up. Zen. Chen. 
Will you talk about our shows one last time while I look it up? You guys, we have a ton of exciting shows coming up. We're going to be in Texas, in Austin, at South By. Not just podcasting, but full-on raging. This is Gumstock. This is Headgum Apollo. Yeah, Zen Chen. Ben Schwartz will be there. <laughs> Zen, Zen Chen will be there. Uh, there are tickets still available for our newly announced Thursday show with special guest Ben Schwartz, Which is just Josh Rubin, days. and uh, This Is Why You're Single, as long, uh, along with Kevin T. Porter. Then we've got our sold-out show along with Twinovation, which we do believe you can sneak into if you buy tickets for <laughs> the earlier Friday show, which you should see anyway because it's Black Men Can't Jump, it's John Gabris. And it is She Didn't Text Back. You heard those boys. You heard all those guys on our podcast before. All friends, all family, head gumapalooza, <laughs> gumstock, and then don't you even worry about our East Coast run. We go in DC. <laughs> right. We go in BK. We go up the Bean <laughs> Town. Really and then we're going to Pistol Waving, <laughs> New Haven, the 203Z, hitting up Toad's place, Ribbit, Ribbit, bitch. <laughs> our plane crashes into Austin. <laughs> There's a nosedive. <laughs> Nary a single survivor. Definitely not the two podcasters. Can't even recover the black box. This is just chart. Not even dental records. They are gone, baby. Oh, he's back, dude. Yes, the dude. Bar, a callback. Uh, Tracy B, Zen Chen, thanks for listening, everybody. We might be back on a Thursday this week. On a uh, Thursday. With some exciting news. So fingers crossed. Uh, and we'll see you soon. Bye. If I were you, would you be me? If I were you, love will be easy. If I were you, I see the cheese. If I were you, would you never be? That was a headgum podcast.